Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am half of your team, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter, at Bibbs Corner. I'm joined, as always, by Maurice Williams, uh, at Mindarese on Instagram. Uh, is it Mindarese Reviews on, on TikTok? Yeah, Mindarese Reviews on TikTok drops my... Uh, my brief Black Panther Wakanda Forever review uh, on there. And I'm still doing my top 35 movies I've seen this year so far, even though I'm almost at 40 at this point. Are you slow rolling them out or? Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, I saw Black Panther this morning with my sister. Um, Looking forward to us doing that review for the Bibbs Corner podcast tomorrow. And... I could say tomorrow because this will be coming out tonight and that'll be coming out tomorrow, tomorrow night. So that okay. works. Um, yes, that's a lot. That's a big edit. That's a lot of editing, brother. That's... I mean, at this point, it is what it is. Like, I just accept. And that's why I'm doing, I'm, I'm probably going to do the non-spoiler version uh, tonight as well. So I get that out early and then when we that's do the big one, that'll come out the following day. So be on the lookout for that, guys. Uh, what about the Mind and Reese podcast? New episode just dropped or? New episode just dropped uh, on Friday. A really good episode, kind of like a maybe a return to form type of thing. Like recently has been football heavy, but we pushed the football to the end of the episode. We talked about politics briefly, talked about the Kyrie situation, talked about music, uh, some other things sprinkled in there, but definitely felt like an old school Monterey's episode. Okay. Um, definitely love to hear that. I uh, think this is a Mavs podcast, though, so we should probably talk about them, right? We probably should. I think that's a good idea. It's probably for the best. So, again, thank you all for tapping in with us. It's been a uh, rough week, I think, in the Mavs world. We've been, very, it, we've been very doom and gloom. Not not us, and that's in particular. I mean the fan base. Yeah. Um, because we lost to some bad teams. Um, <clears throat> what I've noticed is we are terrible on the road, and we're good at home. Uh, so nice to be back home today. I'm going to look at the, the record. Bear with me. I think we're, yeah, we're six and one at home and one and four on the road. And our next, including this one, one, two, three, four, five games are at home. So perfect time to get right. So perfect time to go on a nice street. I, I would say so. Uh <laughs> Speaking of going on a nice streak, we went on a nice streak to close out the game. Uh, Reese, you said you slept through the whole first half, right? <laughs> I mean, basically, uh, I had text biz. I was like, man, I set my like I set my alarm. I got home and I was up for a bit. I meant to take a nap as soon as I got home, but I didn't. So I was like, all right, it's like 630 right now. I'm going to set my alarm for 830. NBA games don't start on time. So I wake up at 830. I give me about five to 10 minutes to gather myself. And then I watch the game. I set my alarm for 930. <laughs> so I get up at 930 and I'm like, oh, shit. So I turn on the Xbox, turn on. No, the Xbox was already on because I had YouTube playing in the background. Turn on the NBA app. 
And I look, and it's like three, four minutes left in the first fucking half. And I'm like, oh, fantastic. Um, when I was sexing Biz, he told me I missed a lot. And I'm like, well, define a lot. And he proceeded to tell me everything that I missed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, the one, one thing I didn't mention was how the game started. So we started out on a the Blazers with a 7 or 8 and no run. Like they started the game. We couldn't make anything. They were hitting everything. And Jason Kidd called a quick timeout, surprisingly. Um, came out with the same group. And then they then we went on an eight or nine or run, like to in response. So from there, it was kind of we we went we uh went on a nice little run. Bullock got in foul trouble. That meant Josh Green played extensive minutes. I believe he played over 15 minutes in the first half. He did. He played about he played 16 minutes in the first half. Yeah, so I checked because he barely played in the third quarter. Eight, right, like I was like, damn, like we gonna get the kid in the court? Like what are I, we doing? I was looking like it, it's like three minutes left, and this motherfucker ain't played yet. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, like, so I asked the question on Twitter: uh, Do y'all think Josh Green fumbled his opportunity because? Uh, he didn't hit any threes. I think he was 0 for 2 or 0 for 3 in in that first half. And, I mean, Reggie Bullock didn't hit shit. Say what? 0 for 3. Okay, so Reggie Bullock wasn't hitting shit either, right? But because Josh didn't hit, it wasn't a look, the job is done type situation in my eyes. Um, he still was doing more, uh, cutting, offensive rebounding, and the defense. Let me, let me, all right, sidebar. Back when I was saying Josh Green should start over Reggie Bullock the first time, uh, people in my mentions talking about Reggie Bullock's defense is why he needs to continue to start over Josh. And I asked, I asked multiple people, like, please explain to me how Reggie Bullock's defense is better than Josh Green. That's the only way you're going to convince me that, because I'm willing to hear that argument. Like, I wasn't 100% sure myself I needed to spend some time with it. I spent some time with it. Josh Green is better on defense than Reggie Block. There was a period in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Luca wasn't on the court. Uh, it was Dinwiddie, Josh Green, DFS, Maxi, and I think Christian Wood. Or maybe it was Tim. Okay. I said in my head, oh, we got our three best defenders on the floor. Dorian Finney-Smith, Josh Green, and Maxi. Not in that order, but you could say in that order. But, yeah, those yeah. are our three best defenders. That's not saying that Reggie's a bad defender. I just think he's the fourth best defender on the team. Yeah. Um, I think tonight's game made that as evident as possible to me. Uh, there might be scenarios where Bullock may be a better option, but I, I don't see him. Uh, Green came in and locked up Dame locked up Ant, and then in the third quarter, when he did eventually get in, or it might have been the fourth quarter, uh, they ISO Grant on him, and Grant couldn't move him. Yeah. Give the ball up. Like, he locked all three of their best players up. I was literally about to say he played well against, like, their three best players throughout the entirety of a game. You got Dame's shiftiness and speed, you got Ant's speed, and you got Grant's length and strength, and he locked all three of them up. That's defensive versatility. Like, locked them up to the point where, like, there was a point where uh, Dane was all out in the second quarter. Yeah. And Ant was running the show. 
and he couldn't do anything. And they called a timeout. And after the timeout, they drew up multiple screens to get Josh Green off of Ant. Which like, means they acknowledge, hey, this dude's a problem for you. Yeah. And like you could see when Dame or Ant got the ball, they knew they weren't doing shit if Josh was on. And I think the whole, like you saying, um, has Josh Green fumbled the opportunity because he's not hitting his threes? I know you were just asking them that. You probably don't right. agree with that decision if that's the case. But yeah, I think that's bullshit simply because how can a guy be like the entirety of this season for the most part, majority of the season so far, been playing better than the guy he's coming off the bench for because the guy who's starting isn't hitting any shots and the guy coming off the bench is producing much more. But the one game where they're both not hitting shots, but the guy off the bench is still playing much better defense, it's, oh, man, you lost the opportunity because you weren't hitting shots. Well, he's still doing more than the other guy. So I'm going to tell you the results of the poll. And it may just be because I scared off all the Bullock people or Bullock people. Um, 180, I left it open for an hour, 180 votes. 22% said, yes, he fumbled it. 30% said, no, he didn't fumble it. And then 48% said 50-50. I don't even know what 50-50 means. I guess like he didn't fumble it, but he didn't seize the opportunity. Okay. You got a character limit. So I had nothing changes. Yeah. Like it, it, it was, it was whatever. Um, that's fine, I guess. But I do still feel like, like I said, there were other things he was doing. I feel like he proved he was a better defender just in those three things I just mentioned. Uh, there was a play where we were struggling to score or the Blazers had gone on a run. He got up the court quickly and got a layup out of it. I want to say that was the second half as well. Maybe not. Um, yes. Yeah, because you saw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he got yeah, that's the, funny. Yeah, that's that's the that's the distinction. I saw it. So yeah, it was the second half. Yeah. So he got up the court like again. Somebody, I think Dalton pointed it out previously. He was like, "I need the camera people to keep up with Josh running up the court quickly because we missed several plays." But it was another one of those where he went up the court quickly. I think Tim got him the ball. Yeah. Um, and then he got a layup out of it, and that's one of those plays where I think Dame had just gotten like a, a really good bucket on the other end that was like demoralizing. The crowd got quiet. And then Josh gets to score immediately and the crowd got back loud again. Like when he finished that, I was like, man, I'm I'm so it's like I know we talk about his progression with his three-point shooting, but I don't want his progression with him finishing at the basket to go understated because that's like just as important. Uh and when he did that, I was like, Man, I got a tweet out. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Well, I mean, you do have one means of, of tweeting. I out. do. I do, for so, sure. Um, but, yeah, I think that uh, for me, and, I mean, obviously, I've already been on this train. For me, it was a very – it was a good night uh, for Josh Green. I agree. And then when he did eventually hit the three late in the game, that also, that was the icing for me. I needed that. And he hit it when we needed it, too. He hit it when right. it counted. So the fact that I think this is the first time – and it was good to see the first time I think he had a game where he was struggling from three and he didn't stop shooting. Yes. I was just about to say that. Cause we don't get that from Maxi sometimes. So 
So let's see. Tonight was a rough game for uh, most of the shooters for most of the night. Reggie Bullock was 0 for 4 from 3, 1 for 5 from the field. His one make was a goaltend. <laughs> uh, so he didn't even get to see the ball go in the rim. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith finished with 6 and 5. He was 1 for 5 until that last clutch 3 at the end of the game. The dagger. I'll take it. And Bullock passed that shot up to give it to DFS. Uh, and the fans rejoiced. Um, Dwight Powell started. And his nemesis, Drew Eubanks, also started. Dwight had a rough night. I just realized JaVale McGee got a DNP. Yeah, JaVale McGee stayed dry. Um, The Blazers with Nurk out had a small second group. Yeah. Like Trendon Watford, I think, was playing the five. And that's when Wood killed him. I was about to say, that's the only quote-unquote big off the bench is Trendon Watford, so... Yeah, so that's that's when Wood came in and was getting loose because between Watford being like a foot shorter than Christian Stewart <laughs> and him not being a center. And, you know, I, I mean, I don't know if you played. I mean, you probably play something. But like when you get forced to play out of position, I'm like one time my coach put me a center for some fucking reason. Don't ask me why. And when you're in a different place on the court, you don't know the assignments like yeah. you should. Like I think I got immediately got a three seconds in the paint because I'm not used to being in the paint. Yeah. Um, and you could just see Watford, like, after every single Christian Wood dunk, he was like, was I supposed to rotate earlier? Like, you could see him, like, communicate with people, like, was I not in the right spot? Should I have switched? Should I have hedged? And we were just, Luca was just picking that apart. Um, but you you take it, man. This is a game you take. Yes, the Blazers were down. Uh, key guys, Justice Winslow didn't play. Um, I think Keontae Johnson or Keon Johnson, who plays sometimes for them, but not consistently. None of those guys played. And, of course, Gary Payton Jr. is still out, or the second, excuse me. But this is a this is a good game to steal against a, a quality team that proved that they're a quality team. Yeah, close to the end when it was like, I believe the Blazers had 98. We might have had 92 or 93. I'm not sure. Uh, our shots still weren't falling at that point. And I was like, this is one of those games where it's like they have a small lead and it's possible to come back. But when our open shots aren't falling, that 5.6 point lead feels like a double digit lead and it almost feels impossible to come back. And they started playing really good defense. Uh, well, not saying they weren't all game. I'm just saying like down that stretch, they started playing really good defense. And our shot started falling on the other end. And it was just like the dam opened up. And everybody just got wet from three. I had to add that from three in there because that would have sounded crazy. <laughs> oh, my eyes go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I um, it was it was an encouraging game. I'll say that. Um, I want to see. I want to look. So who else did? I need to hit on Tim Hardaway Jr. Had a Tim Hardaway Jr. game. Uh, he finished with 16 points, three boards, five assists. That part of it was not Tim Hardaway-ish. Not at all. I think he assisted on both of Josh Green's buckets. Now I'm thinking about it. Um, But he was six for 13 from the field, three for 10 from three. Whatever. He, we need somebody to let it fly. Plus 23. 
there's someone's plus minus that that like I really I really can't wait for you to get to. <laughs> I'll let you I'll let you do the honors. <laughs> Are we thinking about the same person? I would assume so. Spencer Dinwiddie has the craziest plus minus I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> His plus minus is zero. I don't know. He must have been in them Dwight Powell minutes. The dude had like does like and it's crazy because us breaking away had a lot to do with him. He had like three three pointers in a row. Yep. He shot seven for eleven and six for eight from three. Twenty points. Seven rebounds and six assists. He had been mostly quiet. Yeah, until that end. And then he was like, fuck it. It's my time. It's it's it's, it's dim witty time. Win witty. A zero is crazy. <laughs> Finished with 27 and six. Um, I think I took a I think I took Dinwiddie assists, uh Dame assists, and who who, who else did I take? Hold up. Now I got to check my parlay. Dame had 12 I, of them things. My parlay hit. So, yeah, I took Dinwiddie assist, Dame assist, and Lucas Steals, which is a lock right now. It was over one and a half, and uh, he got me my two. He's had two steals in all but three games this season. I didn't do any bets today. I'm taking the weekend off from betting until I get paid on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. I, again. I usually make a deposit on payday. And then I'll play that until I either run out or don't run out. And then I'll make another deposit, the same amount on payday every year, every couple yeah, weeks. Within like the next two and a half weeks, um, it's the app should be legalized in Maryland. So I'll no longer have to ride out to a PA. Oh, snap. Yeah. yeah South Carolina not legalizing shit. So um, speaking of bets. NBA fans, NBA action is just getting started, and so are incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA pregame Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Place the same game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points scored, and more. Instance, the other night, I won a bet. I placed uh, Paul George's over on points and Zubats's over on points. Zubats's over on points, I'm going to be honest, look like a lock right now. It's still low at somewhere around 10.5 or 11.5. His rebounds look really good too, but the points seem like a lock. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Welcome back. What? what was that? That's the ad placement, Playboy. Oh. 
people gonna be listening to this so confused because the ad is gonna play after that, and then they're gonna come back, and it's just confusion. And it's like, okay, that was that that was nice. That was <laughs> oh man, that was funny. Um, but yeah, um, what was I gonna say? Damn, I forgot. Oh, you mentioned Spencer Dinwiddie uh, had a had a good game. Christian Wood, nineteen points, five boards, two steals, and an assist. He did foul out. Um, he was seven for 11 from the field, one for five from three, which means that all his misses were three pointers. Um, 19 to five is fine. I believe he was on his way to a 30 minute game if he didn't get foul trouble. I agree. Uh, he was playing heavy minutes. Um, they took him out at the end of the third, I guess, just to avoid that fifth foul in the third quarter, like towards the end. Uh, and he came right back in. In the beginning of the fourth quarter. Yeah, he came in quick. Um, I think, yeah, the only reason he was taken out of the fourth was because he got that fifth foul. And some of those fouls is like, they mentioned on the broadcast, yeah, they're fouls, but it's like, it's little dudes on them. So his elbows are at their uh, head, head, basically. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, that's tough. But I guess as a player, you got to be aware of that too. So. As, a, as a player, um, oh, wow. the uh, what was I going to say? So before the game, and you asked me about this as well, uh, there was a report that Jason Kidd said he was going to try some different things. And you asked me if I saw them. And initially, the first different thing was Luca getting the ball in different spots to start with, like not bringing the ball up the court, getting the ball in the middle, getting the ball on the wing, getting the ball like halfway through the possession. Um, there was a lot of motion happening tonight. I noticed that as well. Uh, other guys passing the ball. I like that. Um, we actually had a zone buster tonight, which was annoying me the other night. Like teams <laughs> are playing a lot of zone against us. You would think you would have a couple zone busters in there. We did tonight. I was glad to see that. Um, a lot of off ball sets to set up threes in the corner with screens like to see that i think josh does that a lot on his own but it would look like it was actually designed for other guys to be doing that tonight so i was glad glad to see it uh what else he said he mentioned the small ball lineup i didn't realize that that was something he intended to do necessarily i thought it was a foul trouble situation because dwight got into foul trouble early as well what would you consider what was the small ball lineup to, to you because i honestly don't even remember what it was um, yeah, i think it was one big oh he had um I want to say it was Tim, Luca, Dinwiddie. Was it Green? I want. It might have been Bullock and like a big, like instead of Dorian or Maxi being in there at the four. Okay. It was Bullock, I guess, or Luca, depending on how you want to look at it. I mean, I did see some different things in the offense. There was a lot of lot more ball movement. I kind of mentioned that to you in our text. Uh, granted, there was a bit at times too much ball movement where I'm like, hey, I just want you to take the shot. Like, you, you're giving the ball to Tim. I don't trust him enough. You're giving the ball to Maxie. Maxie had the ball wide open on the um, on the right wing, left. I guess it depends on which way you face. Y'all know, y'all know which play I'm talking about. He caught the ball wide open 
and no one was closing out on him. And he was like, I guess, faking it or about to move the ball to the corner. And I'm like, bro, just take the shot. Like he was about to pass it to Josh, I think, who had a man on him. Yeah. And then when he finally did take the shot, he missed because he hesitated. I'm like, just shoot it in rhythm, bro. Like, don't even think about passing it. There's no one closing out on you. You're good. Maxie had a weird night. Uh, four points, two boards, uh, two for five from the field, 0 for one from three. I think you missed. Did you see his missed layup? Yes, I missed it. The rebound missed layup again? I missed it. Okay, so yeah, he missed inside. I think it was a dunk attempt. There was, It was in traffic, so I understood the initial miss, but then he got it back, and like now he's wide open, but he rushed it and missed again, and they got the rebound. Um, but he did play well defensively. There were a couple, there was one that before Josh hit the three, there was the play where, uh, they screened to get Josh off of whoever and got Maxi and Maxi held it down. Um, that combination, those two is always one I enjoy because they are actually good defenders. (laughs) Whichever way it was, if it was Grant trying to get, or if it was a bigger guy trying to get a mismatch on Green, or a smaller guy trying to get a mismatch on Maxi, like I'm confident in how that possession is going to end. Um, so that was fun to see. They did that a few times. The let me see here. Only other thing. The last thing I wanted to check was the Green versus Bullock minutes. Bullock again foul trouble. He only played 17 minutes tonight. Uh, Josh played 23-42. Uh, love to see his minutes down, but don't love to see him in foul trouble. Yeah. Uh, Hardaway played 31 minutes tonight, and it was warranted. We I was about to say, at least they were good Hardaway minutes. Yeah, we, we needed his scoring punch, and he was actually moving the ball, so I'll take it. There were plenty moments where, like, out of instinct, on the fast break, Tim had the ball, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he actually didn't chuck it. He, like, continued to move the ball. He made smart decisions with the ball. There were times he got the ball in the flow of the offense where I'm like, don't you do it. Don't you do it. And to, to his credit, he did not do it. Sometimes he fucking did it, but it turned out good. Uh, One time he drove, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, I know he about to shoot it. And he pulled up for that mid-range and banked it in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his second bank of the game. That one was on purpose. The first one was the first one was a goddamn accident. Like I can't remember who it was. I think it was Wood that was looking at him like, you really took that. And then after he went in, he's like, all right, cool, whatever. And then he was looking for the foul on it. I'm like, bro, you lucky you got it. Like, you're not getting that foul call. Um, I got to say, I don't think there was any Tim possessions where I was like, he about to shoot this. There were, I mean, out of instinct, I just do it, but I'm glad that I was wrong. Most of the times that I thought about it. So kudos to Tim on having a good game, more games like this. I know you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but God damn. Uh, Another thing I did want to make sure I said in this recap and I'm about to start labeling these, by the way. This is for you. This is not really for the people because they already see it. I'm going to start labeling the recaps, recaps, and the big episodes is like the weekly wrap-up or something like that. Um, okay. We can work on the name if you want. But the one thing I did want to mention with the Wood Lucas stuff that did work, uh, there was a concerted effort to get Wood the ball. Uh, I don't want people to get too hyped and think that they're just fixed all of a sudden. 
because as I mentioned, they benefited from the fact that Trenton Wofford was the center in those minutes in the first half. Yeah, a lot of the times I noticed uh, Luca did a good job at getting Christian Wood the ball in the paint, but it's like in the post, but it's mainly when he had a mismatch. And you can't expect that against every team. It's not going to happen. More times than not, he's going to have a big on him. I'm not saying he can't get down in the post against bigs. We've seen him do it. But this game was different. Uh, most of their lineups were small outside of Drew Eubanks. Exactly. Um, so, like, don't expect – I don't expect it to look the same against every team. Tonight was a lot of rolling to the basket. I would expect when we play, let's say, the Rockets and the Nuggets in these next few games that it'll be a lot of pick and pop. Because uh, Shangun and Jokic don't want to come out to the perimeter. Facts. Uh, the Clippers, Zubox been hooping, so that's probably going to be the perimeter as well. But I, um, with the Clippers' wings, I, I, they'll probably defend that a little differently as well. Any other thoughts before we get up out of here? Um, I don't think so. I think it's I think it's good that they closed the week out on a W at the last two games. Um, I don't think the Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week award is going to be any question this week. Um, but we'll get into that. Uh, yeah, I think it's funny how they came away with a W against the one team. We was like, eh, I see them getting a loss against them. So, uh, they beat the good team. I would like them to beat the fucking bad teams when they should, but, uh, it is what it is. We seven and five. We move. We do indeed. Uh, two and two week. We'll, we'll get into the whole week and observations and thoughts on the weekly episode Manana. Uh, we're also going to talk about, I, re- I referenced this last week, the third ball handler situation. Can we solve the third ball handler situation? Let's, we'll see. We'll now, see. going into it, when we talked about it, <clears throat> I thought it was strictly point guards. So it's ball handlers, like point guards and shooting guards. I mean, I, I did point guard as well. Like point guard, a guy that you would expect to run the offense. Okay, perfect. That's what I was. That's what I was going for. Yeah, like I didn't just want scores or nothing like that. I need somebody to lead. Some, like Luca or Dinwiddie's out, somebody that can run the offense. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I got, let me mention this because this shit is funny to me. Um, I'm sure you've seen the tweets, the Wallahi. How have I? I haven't been on Twitter. I can scroll on Twitter. I just haven't gotten on there because it's like, why? I mean, and like you've seen them at some point in your life. Maybe not. The Wallahi, I'm finished. I don't think no, I haven't seen it. Okay. I'm I'm sure you've seen it, but you probably didn't probably didn't register for you. But uh the Europeans are loving it. Um they, they say, I can't believe somebody just said uh Bibs using Wallahi. I'm I know I'm killing that pronunciation. Who let this man spend time on football Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> By football, I'm assuming they mean uh exactly European football. Yeah, and he posted the Shaq. I owe you an apology. I wasn't really familiar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just I tried it out to see what people said. They've been having fun with it, so that's hilarious to me. Um, let's end the show with a with a stat. Did Mass PR had to fix this? Let me look at it. Oh, somebody just retweeted it. Luca finished tonight's win with forty two points, thirteen rebounds, and ten assists. He became the sixth player in NBA history to record four triple doubles with 40 points. That doesn't sound right. One, 
two, three, four. I mean, I guess he's a, huh? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Six player, they do it four times. Okay. I was so confused by these numbers. Oscar Robertson did it 22 times. James Harden, 16. Westbrook, 13. Wilt, 7. LeBron, 6. It was a good looking night. It's a great class to be in. Hey, man, I got this. I'm sorry. This ain't got shit to do with the Dallas Mavericks, but I'm going to say it anyway. My boy Chris Silva is playing for the College Park Skyhawks. And uh, the Chris Juniors. Silva that used to play for Miami Heat? Yeah. Okay. In the South Carolina Gamecocks. Uh, first player in G League history to record at least 27 points, 15 rebounds, seven assists, and four steals in 35 minutes or less. Man, what the fuck? He. He's the prototypical big athletic big man. That kind of like a bam out of bio light. That's why he was in the Miami system. But uh look forward to him getting back to the league. Uh, what's his name? AJ Lawson's on that team too. And I saw he had a play, he had a play uh the other day where he took somebody off the bounce and dunked on somebody. Um his dad actually came in my mentions today. Oh wow. And said that we are, I think I was at, oh, I asked, like, when I asked what what we expected to see different from the Mavs, uh, his dad, A.J. Lawson's dad responded and said, A.J. Lawson. So I don't know if he's trying to tell me something. Right. <laughs> what? Because he's not on a team right now, technically. He's signed to the G League team, so it's not like the Hawks have his right. We can sign him if we have a roster spot. So uh, I'm going to keep an eye on that. Sources. Sources. Anything else before we close the show? Uh, nah, that's it for me. All right, looking forward to the weekly show tomorrow. Might have a little something special for y'all. We'll see. Till next time, peace. Peace out.